don't think this is a tomb. I think it's more like a big pit with creepy stuff and creepy tools and creepy Pokemon. On the plus side, we found some cool stuff and we're not lost. We found a big metal helmet. I thought we couldn't use it, but Luca says it's good. A treasure map, some cool stones and orbs and oh, I saved the best for last. This guy. Meet Serrano, dad. He's like the sword I got from grandpa on my third birthday that Isabel said ran away. And this one's better. He's not made of plastic and look how shiny he is. Oh, oh. I gotta go, dad. The countdown's clocking on the quality time with Jirachi. Swing, swing. Ow. What a relief. Woo! Hi, Miguel! Oh, thank goodness you're back. Oh, I was nervous. Hey, Sealy! Wow, you packed your horn! Nice job! Or, or! Woo! Here we go now! I used to think maybe you'd sleep through the whole long day. Talking about you, Jirachi. Oh, me? And now I can't wait to see you eat a sundae. They're delicious! I don't know what that is. Now we had a spirit tomb that was keeping us down. Oh, did we? But now that we're free, let's just party in this little town. Woo! We're walking with Jirachi. What, oh, me? That's you. Oh, what do I do? Just, just hop in! Okay. Wait, no, not literally hop, just, just stay! Oh, uh... Maybe your little eyeball wanna, wants to pipe in. Hey, okay! Put it up to the mic! Here you go, eyeball! Oh, it's still closed. Okay, that's okay, that's okay. Just, just dance it out. I'll just dance. Alright, get ready. The chorus is coming up, guys. Take it away, Fanta. Dance break. <laughs> Uh, we're walking with Jirachi. Whoa! We're walking with Jirachi. Whoa! We're walking with Jirachi. Whoa! And don't it feel good? Ooh! All right now, and don't it feel good? Ooh! All right now. I see the Mason, I see Professor, I see the Miguel. Oh yeah. You ain't got slugs, you looking good, we all are happy, whoa-oh-oh. I see the Knuckles, I see Mason, I see all of our Miguel's. I see that Mudkip, he is staring right into my soul, oh yeah. Walking with Jirachi. Walking with Jirachi. Walking with Jirachi. Oh, hi, Luca. Hey, Pearl. Walking with Jirachi. I'm just gonna keep dancing. Okay, that's great! That's great! That's great! Everybody, let's just dance! Uh -oh. We're walking with Jirachi. Whoa! And down it feels good! Hey! Alright now, no slugs are popping out! Hey. Oh my! Alright now, you know you saw some slugs! There were hey. a few slugs. Alright now, 
Hope everybody can really appreciate the dance party that's happening in this uh, audio medium. Oh, I never can. I never can. I'm, I'm out of breath. Woo! All right. Hey, I feel the slugs. I have no slugs. You don't have slugs. You are a presser. You are Mason, and you're free to dance. Oh, yeah. Who knew you guys had such good moves? Became a little observational there at the end, you know, but uh, <laughs> I think it worked out all right. You can cut at any point and just fade me out. Eh, well, we'll see. <laughs> Well, with that, we're back. <laughs> so, obviously, last time we had a little adventure in the Tomb of Sorrows. You and Luca went exploring for a bit, while Mason and Professor Nichols were continuing to recover with Jirachi in the main chamber. But with that, obviously, through the musical number that just happened, you all have uh, reunited with the Professor Mason, made your way out of... And Miguel. And, and, and Miguel. Well, that's that what here. I was going to say. You ma made your way out of the tomb and met back up with Miguel, who, uh, as you returned, had been a nervous wreck and is like, oh my goodness. Okay, great. So good to see you. Uh, that went a little bit longer than I thought it would, but I also had no idea how long it would go. So I'm really, really glad that you're okay. Hey, hey guys, how's it doing? How'd it go? Yeah, you're out of breath because of the dance break, right? Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but also thank you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm doing this musical number. Just get the mini now and save yourself the trouble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. We hop in the car. We go get some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's my question for you. Uh, you all obviously make your way back to Professor Nichols's car and the SS Speedmeister uh, as you all regale Miguel with the tale of everything that just happened. I'm sure that there is a fair amount of uh, swinging this shiny sword around. And would you like to go to Shemeji Town and see what's happening in there? Or do you want to just like drive back to Parasol Village? Okay, for the sake of time, we'll go to Shemeji Town. But if they are not nice, if they are not cool, we will leave. Okay. <laughs> they better shoot my baby star right. Well, so are you just wherever you end up going? Are you just kind of just going to be walking around with Jirachi? Just yeah. chilling? Cool. Walking uh, with Jirachi. So with that, you all make your way uh, into town. And I think that Miguel uh, says, oh, hey, wait, before I forget, before I forget, uh, I have something for you. Okay. And uh, yeah. And so <laughs> I meant to give this to you before we left and to go on the whole thing. But here you go. Uh, he hands you and Luca each your own uh, personal snag machine. Miguel. This is terrible and wonderful timing at the same time. I just really wanted to make sure that I didn't forget. <laughs> you know, if we're if we're hanging out today, that's super cool. I'm looking forward to like a great fun time together. But also, I just really wanted to make sure that I did not forget because I didn't want to have that moment where, you know, you get back into town. It's like, oh, how was your trip? Oh, it was great. Did you give him the thing? Oh, hey. Mm, no, I didn't. So I I, <laughs> I, 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 I I gave it to you now. Thanks, Miguel. We've been waiting for like 52 episodes for this thing. Wow, the professors really took their time. Well, it's really only been a couple of weeks, but yes. It feels like a Lifetime! <laughs> Just joking. She's very thankful she doesn't say that. Because <laughs> she's not a jerk. But with that, you and Luca now each have a snag machine of your own for in case you run into any more shadow Pokemon. Can we put the snag machine on and high five with snag machines on? Uh, yeah. It's very Whoa, cool. Oh, so much power! Very cool and very powerful. Yeah! And that's it, a high five. And it does look very much like the Pokemon Coliseum, like, you know, arm snag machine. It, it connects with this little cable beep, into your little aura reader thing. 
Cool. Yeah. I'm like electronic now, guys. <laughs> Miguel also says, yeah, so so you don't look like a cyborg when you're walking around all the time. You, you, there is a little, um, you know, button that will sort of put it into, like, stealth mode, and it will, like, retract. Because I don't feel like making you walk around with just a big robot arm all the time. Bummer. No, just joking. I mean, you can walk around with a robot arm all the time. I'm just a pearl. I want to be approachable still. Get a little hug from Jirachi. Yeah, so essentially in the stealth mode, it kind of comes up to like a little shoulder thing that it can then retract out of to become the snag machine sort of full unit. And they earpiece does just look like a little thing, you know, almost if you've got like a, a small mic or something, how you've got that little earpiece. Uh, but it would come out to... Yeah, yeah, but it's not a microphone, but it's the little mm. earpiece that then comes out for the aura reader, like viewfinder thingy. Like a little microphone. All right! <laughs> so cool! <laughs> Thanks, Miguel. She gives him a big hug. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're very welcome. Like I said, I just really didn't want to forget because I know that you have been waiting for about 52 episodes for that. So Thanks, Miguel. One more high five, and it does kind of look like when Bur- Mermaid Man and Barbicle Boy unite. <laughs> <laughs> Against evil! <laughs> nice, Luca. Hopefully we won't have to uh, actually use these uh, oh, too I'm many times. Oh, I'm definitely using mine. I mean, like... Snag them! Save them! <laughs> Miguel says, obviously, there is a failsafe in there, so it, it will only work on Shadow Pokemon, but yes. We're using them! <laughs> all right, all right. In the car, everybody. Buckle up, buckle up. Come on, Jirachi. Oh, okay. Come on, Steely. Or, or, she says elegantly. Oh, my gosh. Dugong. That was amazing. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Luca, pull up the SS Speedmeister. All right. And he does. <gasps> Everybody be cool. And she sees if she and Steely still fit in the buggy. Oh, no. I didn't think about oh. this. Oh, repercussions. Steely is like... Seely is a little big now for you no! two simultaneously. Do I sit in Seely's lap? <laughs> no. I think I sit in Seely's lap now. Let's see. Let me let me double check. How big is Dugong? So Pearl's short for her age. Very. We've always established that as truth. A Dugong is around five seven. I'd say Seely's a little bigger. She thick. She blubbery. So that's like a me. <laughs> Right? Like, think about it. I'm 5'7". <laughs> Literally. Seely is definitely more rotund. <laughs> but, um... I but mean... If I'm sitting in a buggy, I could hold a small child in my lap. I mean, it might be tight. We love it. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> we rearrange ourselves. Oh, it's like I'm getting hugged. Process. <laughs> is Seely digging it? Seely's like... Little, little squunched in there, but she's like really determined to make it work too. Okay. Great, great. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to lose this. <laughs> I love it. So with that, do you want to go into Shimeji Town and see if uh, what all you can do? Uh, as I mentioned previously, it's like just after, I'd say at this point by the time, you know, you meet back up with Miguel, finish up the musical number, all of that. It's probably around like 7.30 in the morning. Okay. So there's still plenty of the day left for you. And uh, I should mention that I don't think I specified this before, but you don't need to get Jirachi back by sunset because also that would be like your whole day of just driving around. Uh, but if Jirachi's back by midnight, you're fine. I love Jirachi. Okay, um, yeah, we're going into town. Cool beans. It's a party up. 
So you all drive into Shimeji Town. You're on the outskirts. It doesn't take very long to get in there as you come into the main sort of downtown area. It is not like a Bolet city. Like, it's not a huge sort of sprawling urban thing. But it is, it's not tiny. It's like bigger than an Anoki village or so. But as you come into town, it does seem like a very Western sort of themed. Ooh. Like, it, it has definitely that, that sort of vibe to it, which makes sense as you've gotten back more into the, the like badlands, mountains and plains and stuff. You know, a little bit closer to when you were in all, the whole uh, Potostroma Plains area. Things seem to get more lush around Lake Chanterelle and now they're back to more of that rough mountainous sort of thing. Uh, so it does have like a, a an older sort of western uh, vibe to the I city. I dig. Um, Pearl changes into her cowgirl clothes from um, Ricky. <laughs> nice. There's some stuff that is like more specifically old timey Western. And then there are some things that, you know, are a little bit more modern, more of like sort of like classic brick and everything. That's not like, oh, well, it's a wooden saloon with the doors that swing wide open. But there's also, you know, as you look around, you see uh, a bunch of different things uh, in this town. When we pull in. Yes. Silly, quick. We hop out. We find the nearest gift shop. Okay. We buy the tiniest little hat. A tiny little hat. And then we put a tiny little cow, cowboy cowgirl hat on Jirachi at the tip of the star. Dink, dink. Okay, now we're going. What do you think, Jirachi? I don't, what is this for? This is for fun. See, I'm in cowgirl clothes. Celie's changed her hat. It's just for fun. Oh, okay. I like it. Okay, great. Do you want to just look around the town and just see what all is here and, you know, kind of figure out what you want to do from there? I'd say that- grabbed some rock candy also at the at the store, and I grabbed a map. Nice. Uh, I'd say that you uh, probably, if you went to somewhere with a gift shop where there would be some rock candy and a little hat and a map and everything, you probably stopped by uh, the Geological Museum, uh, which just has the gift shop right there around the outside. There is a Geological Museum here uh, in the city that uh, also has like some you know history stuff and uh, different things about the mountains and things like that. And then uh, as that is closer to the outside of town uh, from where you all came in, you just bop around town a little bit and you know check out all of the stuff there is to see here. Obviously, the town is known for the Tomb of Sorrows being nearby, uh, but that's not really an attraction so much as like, a, hey, yeah, also there's that. What it is most famous for is being the entrance to Victory Road. Uh, you see the large looming gate up ahead over on the opposite edge of town. There's the Geological Museum. You see that uh, if you're looking through a little map, it looks like there's some other little museum things here and there. Obviously, a Pokemon Center and a Pokemart. There's some various restaurants. And there is also a station uh, of the Eastern Kanoko Train Company. Not the headquarters, but a, a station there. Huh. I wonder how often that's used. The train company? Yeah, like, why haven't we been going by train? Well, it's the Eastern Kanoko Train Company, so it mostly runs around, like, the eastern side of the region, through the mountains and things like that. There's actually, from this station, there is one train that goes, like, just for, you know, observers and things for the Pokemon League for the championships and stuff. So, like, just spectators don't have to, you know, go through Victory Road because that probably oh. wouldn't go well for them. But so there is a train that goes, you know, up the mountain to the actual thing for the for the championships themselves. So I mean, what's if happening now that your dad's not there? Like, are they stopped? Are they on a holiday? Or is stuff still going? Now, stuff is still going, but it's not like... 
it's not like championship fights all the time. Each year annually, there's a, a big tournament that then leads to whoever wins that tournament getting to challenge the Elite Four and then the champion, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so right now, it's sort of like just badge collecting time right now for anybody who's, you know, challenging. So, like, you know, you're, you're going badges. People like Shane are going around. Mason's like, yeah, I've got some badges. I'm, you know, I'm going to do my best. Yeah, so, like... People are getting badges right now so that when the time for the tournament comes, if you got eight badges, you can go through Victory Road. You get through Victory Road, then you can, like, compete in the tournament. I have a badge, so I could go. Well, you need eight. What the? Ugh! She kicked some dust. <laughs> yeah, you need eight badges. I mean, Sometimes, Luca, don't be offended. You know I love you. But, like, sometimes when you say eight, it sounds like A badge. No, eight. Like A badge. One, senor. Does, does, does anybody else hear that? Mason says, yeah, you should work on your diction, man. Okay, okay, look. Look, listen. Everybody just chill out. Thanks, Mason. Don't talk about my accent. A badge, got it. Eight badges. Okay. I mean, I mean, geez, I got to get to collecting some badges, too. You know, I want to do it, but. <laughs> um. Well, can we go on a train and watch some people battle? Wait, you want to do one now? I mean, like, what if we could go watch some battles? You know, I'm, I love, I just, it's my fave. Well, wait, watch battles on the, the train? Yeah! Well, so this this train that's right here. Like, we could spectate. I mean, there might be people there, but it, the train's not going up to Mount Morel right now for, like, people to battle and stuff. I mean, we can go see if anybody's over by Victory Road trying to get in there or anything. But, uh, I mean, if you want to battle somebody, you could you could do that, too. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm a little confused. I thought I could go on the train ride and then just sit in some stands, eat a corn dog, and watch the battles. Oh, no, but I'm the train is, like, just, a, I mean, it's a train for people to, like, ride. Eat a corn dog and watch and ride and watch the battles, yeah? <laughs> Well, if, if you're wanting to do, like, the battle train, the Eastern Kanoko train company is based in Porcini City, and they actually do have, like, the battle train kind of thing there. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You could go on a train in Porcini and just battle everybody in the car, and whoever wins gets the whole train. Well, you don't get the train. You get the train. <laughs> <laughs> They're not giving away trains willy-nilly. Oh, my gosh, Sealy, we could own our Oh, Lord. And Celie is like, just like rubbing this uh, conductor's hat that she had in, <laughs> in her pocket, waiting. Jirachi's like, what's a train? I feel you, Jirachi. Me too. Me too. Okay, Luca, come on. Let's go. <laughs> and she slowly walks away. He's like, you can't own the train. But if you're battling no, the No, train, but they're not going to give you the you train. And you are the winner. You own the train. I mean, they might give you, like, a cool conductor's hat or something, but they're not going to give you the whole train. Yeah, but, like, if you have a conductor's hat, you're the person who runs that puppy. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a mess. Oh, my gosh. Don't be dreams. <laughs> what do you want to do? Get a really good breakfast at one of the restaurants. Great. You you absolutely do. Do you want to go? Uh, I mean, you could get some donuts from Crispy Al Creamy. You could go to IHOP IP and get some some pancakes. IHOP IP. Great. For sure. Uh, also, thanks to Scott and Fran for both of those. Appreciate nice. you. <laughs> we had a lot of solid restaurant suggestions a while back. Oh, we always need those guys. There is also a uh, Dairy Vespa Queen here in town. <gasps> Thank you, Peach. Oh, we're going to have to DQ tonight now. So do you want to go to IHOPIP? 
Great. You you make your way over to IHOPIP, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It is very much that breakfast place. There are some of them, you know, in other cities and things. It's not it's not a one-off. It's like a, you know, a, a chain kind of thing. But as far as chain breakfasty things go, IHOPIP does a pretty solid job. It doesn't have the grungy charm of the rusty clink clank or just the sort of tchotchkes and knickknacks and, you know, <laughs> small town vibe of the uh, Lapras Loop-de-Loop Diner. But it certainly gets the job oh, done. You know why we needed to go here? Because we are pulling out tons of Pokemon and everybody's eating with us too. Yes. So we needed a large large family size table that yes. is literally taking up the whole main room. Yes, you guys just uh, unleash the whole crew uh, and everybody is, you know, out and about and yeah, you, you've taken over the better part of the restaurant and yeah, you're, you're there a little bit before like the regular rush so you yeah. managed to just, just sneak in there before, you know, a whole bunch of other people so you kind of stake your claim. Yeah, Musk actually looks like somewhat happy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then our Professor Mason eating a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That makes Pearl really happy that they're eating a good breakfast and, like, finally, you know, really diving in. And, yeah, we just have a great time eating breakfast all together. Yeah, y'all eat breakfast. What does Pearl order at breakfast? Oh, pancakes stacked as high as possible. Um, apple pancakes. Ooh, apple pancakes. Yeah, really good. Coconut recommended it for her. Oh, nice. Yeah, she kind of just was like, Coco, what should I order? He's like perusing over the menu. And slaps his little hand down. <laughs> he also, like, as he's, like, recommending things to you, he he's, like, thinks to himself for a moment. He's like, just puts his hands up in the air, and he's like, he, he, he floats back into the kitchen on his little table. Yes! I was hoping he would do that. <laughs> he's like, I gotta do something. <laughs> I gotta get a hand on the ball. That's our Coco. Hey, Darla! Darla, you can't eat the tablecloth! Um, The pancakes come, and she does pull out Serrano. You pull out your sword. And she looks at the Serato, looks at the pancakes. like The server is like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hey, hey, whoa. You should have known this the minute we started bringing in this mud kit. Okay, um. Skipper is just like looking straight ahead. He's got a small stack of pancakes in front of him. He's got a short stack with blueberries. And he's just, uh, and just puts his face like into them. Uh, uh, you should have seen that coming a mile away. Okay, she looks at Serrano, and then she looks at the pancakes. It's a little eyeball on the hilt of its sword body just looks at you. Uh, 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 uh. And she, like, kind of makes the, like, motion of, like, you, pancake, cut through, maybe? Fun? Make a persuasion check. Okay! We'll see if Serrano thinks this is beneath him or not. I, that's what I, I was immediately thinking. Pearl might just jive in, but she wouldn't want to offend. Persuasion! Oh, 21. As much as the little eyeball could nod, it's like, they look tasty fine. Yes, <laughs> you can eat some. Excellent. The sword <laughs> thinks. Oh, wow, what a voice. Okay, yes, and she of course. cuts this, her... <laughs> this is the internal monologue of Serrano the Onage. <laughs> um, He's like Arthur, king of the Britain. There, there, no, that's what he is. <laughs> and I am Arthur, king of the Britons. <laughs> I'm Serrano. <laughs> king of the stack. King of the short stack. Yeah, but then she she cuts through her massive pile of pancakes. Yes, the Lord of Breakfast cleaves his way through this pile of pancakes. And then she raises her blade up and she goes, Eat and be merry! <laughs> 
and and cleans Serato up and puts him away now. Great. Yeah, you make sure that he he's nice and not sticky as he just looks at you with a thank you. <laughs> the thrill of a lifetime. Yes. The rush, the sugar rush. Uh, the, the the Lord of Breakfast goes away. Okay. <laughs> um, she does help Jirachi. She cuts up Jirachi's pancakes for Jirachi and um, Oh, thanks. I've just got these little nubbin arms, so I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I thought it would be helpful. Here, try some. Oh, okay. Whoa. You're not even ready for what's to come next. Those are delicious. Yeah, they're really good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I Ooh. see birthday confetti kind. Seely, <laughs> how are yours? As Seely's got her little flippers wrapped around a little fork and knife, and she's just like got a variety of different stacks of pancakes, and Coconut just keeps on bringing out more. Pearl takes a big old picture, one on her disposable camera and one on her poker gear. Nice. And uh, she sends the picture to Gigi. Nice. You says, do. Breakfast is good, not as good as yours. Nice. Yeah. She sends back just a sequence of like heart emojis and things. <laughs> she sends back a selfie of like her in the kitchen at the yawning yama, but she's like at the doorway of the kitchen and in the dining room. You can see Danny and Big Mama like at a table. Big Mama is way bigger than this table. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, Professor, um, you want some more coffee? Oh yes, thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah, what are you planning now? How um, do you feel? Do you feel like you got a whole new lot in life? Like you got a spring in your step? Pearl, I honestly do, yes. And I am incredibly thankful. And he just sort of like surveys like the whole dining room of the IHOPIP that you guys are in. And, you know, there's obviously you, your squad who's around, you know. Coco has like managed to commandeer a little chef's hat and apron and is floating back and forth from the kitchen. We're uh, feeling Seely's, all our drinks. <laughs> yeah, Seely's, you know, just talking with everybody. Darla is like trying to like throw silverware into the like, sign on the wall like a bullseye. She's she's made up her Whoa, own darts game. Aggressive. <laughs> she's but like got it in her mouth and just yeah, tries to fling it. Is Yamask slowly bringing them back yeah, over? <laughs> yeah, Yamask with its with its little ghostly hands just like goes and pulls them back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Darla's like it's time to get good at darts. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, the little ghostly crew is just kind of floating around Mason and also hanging out as, with, with Mikey. And uh, you see that the starters, Fanta and Tarzan and Skipper, are all, like, you know, hanging out around each other and stuff. Starters Club. Vigoroth is slamming, slamming pancakes. Um, Luke and Mason are in a good combo, I feel like. Yeah, They're really yeah, chatting yeah. it up. Oh, they absolutely are. Um, yeah, so, uh, Professor, you look, like, ten pounds lighter, and she loads some more bacon up on his plate. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, hopefully we'll remedy that soon enough as he takes <laughs> a big bite of bacon. What's your plan now, though? Air quote, bacon? Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're not gonna go there. Let it happen, let it happen. But what, my plan now? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you had to have hopes and dreams and such after your slugs have been out of your body. Yes, I, well, I, I figure I'll, I'll go back to my research. I mean, it would be nice at some point maybe to uh, resume teaching my classes at the university. Yeah, what about the other guy, though? About Pierce? Yeah, no, no, not, not Pierce. I, I hope he's doing good. How is he? I mean, he was fine last I left him. He, he's keeping an eye on things back at the lab currently. Okay, okay, okay. What about you know with the you know who and the and she's like making the imitation of the bat and like evaporating and and on <laughs> evaporating like don't you want to track those guys down? What was that like a, like um um num 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 ah, 
Tyler. Don't you want to know what happened to them? Like, oh. do you have any idea where they are or like what they're doing or what else they're stealing? I think they're thieves. I'd been thinking about Tyler and uh, uh, I don't know what they're up to and I don't know where they are now. I I do hope they're all right. I mean, looking at the video, I, I don't know if they were there of their own will or if they were coerced or whatever, whatever the case may be. I hope that it wasn't that they just came of their own will and that there was something you know going on there but at the same time I, I i don't wish for them to be in danger so i i don't know she turns to coco hey everybody another round of hot cocoa on me and all the pokey goes ah! and then she goes but listen it like creates the loudest <laughs> but listen professor have you ever heard of the name el drago i uh what i mean only you heard me hey get the chocolate running <laughs> you heard me El Drago. I mean, I've only heard of that just insofar as, like, maybe a, a brief statement by you or the detective, or, or maybe Lewis, uh, when we were together at the island for a short time, but outside of that, no. No, I haven't. Because here's the thing, Tyler wasn't working alone, you know? Well, right, it seemed like uh, looking at the footage, whoever it was that had the Pokemon that they teleported in with seemed to be more so in charge, and then Tyler just knew where things were to get and 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 take with them, you know, information-wise. But but it sounds like you're just gonna kind of chill. Well, I I d certainly don't want to just chill. I mean, obviously, I mean, like, but like you know, be loyal, do your thing, help educate, respect, 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 all that. Oh wow, this hot chocolate's really good. But like, you're not you're not packing up your bags and going on a hunt. Um, well, I, honestly, Pearl, I don't really, uh, have the Pokemon to, to go on a hunt for anyone. Uh, it would just be me in a car driving around. I, I mean, I may tell Mason to keep an eye out. And I mean, certainly you've, you've seen Tyler in, in footage and everything. If you ever encounter them or, or get word of them. Do uh, me a favor, Professor. Yes. Can you send that video to Detective Reynolds? Yes, I, I certainly could. It's still on the computer, so... Okay, great. You live your life happy or free. You look great. Again, let's get some more on your plate here. But yeah, yeah, just go ahead and do that for me, if you don't mind. Tell Put a lot of emojis in the title and tell them that it's top secret and urgent and confidential. I, I will certainly do that. But honestly, the main thing that I would like to do right now is uh, continue to help you all any way I can, you know, whether it's through the studies or helping Professors Hemlock and Spruce if they need to invent anything else or retrofit anything else like with... And he, like, gestures to the snag machine setup that is currently in stealth mode. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we could definitely use some more more help in this department, for sure. You should definitely hit, hit up the Professor Spoots and Hemlock. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, love them to pieces, but it did take a while. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel, just from across the way, it was only like a couple of weeks. Keep that cocoa coming! <laughs> but Professor Nichols says, so I will continue to be a resource, uh, but I think that it will be best if I continue to be uh, based from our home sure. and the lab there. Sure. I'm still. Uh, is Pierce is still with you. Uh, yes, yes, Pierce is. Yeah, Pierce you is guys still are good buds. Yeah. So with that, I do think that Mason is planning on continuing his journey, which I feel a lot better about now that we've uh, resolved this whole situation. But I am still curious, and I can't get it out of my mind. 
when we were at the Bolet City gym, how the gym leader had a Rampardos. Rampardos! Well, you know, mysterious creatures and mysterious beings find mysterious ways. <laughs> I don't really know. What, why was that so difficult for you to understand? I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I use a really good gym leader, really tough battle. I whipped his butt, though, and everybody knows it. Well, I was just curious because it's a, a fossil Pokemon. I haven't seen one of them. Rampardos have been extinct for a very long time. Hold on, let me call him. <laughs> Hello? I have his number. I'll ask him, Professor. Boop, boop. Darla, stop putting whipped cream. Uh, no, too much whipped cream, Darla. Boop, boop. Ah, oh, she used the whole can. Boop, boop. You've reached the voice message service. <laughs> Karen. No. <laughs> oh, wait, were you calling his... I forgot. You got his personal number. I sure you? did. This is what a 10-year-old would do. I, Sarah, would not call this person. But <laughs> why would she not just call him? <laughs> I think that it does... Let's see. It's like... Eight in the morning. Boop, boop. I don't think Mortimer's answering that phone call at eight in the morning. Hey, your call. You're the DM. I think it goes to voicemail for now. It's like, hey, it's Mortimer. Leave a message. And that's like it. Mortimer! Hey, it's your old friend, Pearl. How you doing? How's it going? Gotten beaten by any 10-year-olds yet? Ah, oh, no, just me. <laughs> well, I don't want to run out of room on this message. Hey, real quick, how did you get that really cool uh, Pokemon Rampardos? I've been looking for one, and I think they're really, really cool. Call me back. Bye, Darla! <laughs> Click. <laughs> so you will see if Mortimer gives you a call back. I think I, I think that uh, <laughs> it's a little early in the morning for him to be returning calls. He feels like a late sleeper to yeah, me. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> okay, don't worry, Professor. I'll figure it out for you. I don't know. I just... I, I keep on thinking about the, the missing fossil from our collection, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it's not anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because you haven't encountered any other fossil Pokemon or anything no, like that, have you? No, I've never. Luca turns around, he's like, well, actually, yeah. Yeah, I we did it. the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there, there was that one time, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your hot cocoa, Jirachi? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Here, try to sip it through this straw. Mmm. <laughs> Jirachi continues getting all sugared up. Okay, okay. Uh, Luca, we've seen a fossil Pokemon? Yeah, we fought two, Pearl, on top of the on top of Feather Rock, the Aerodactyl and the oh, Archaeops. Those guys were great. Yeah, but the- So, yes, we have. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Luca? Yes. Hey, how are your pancakes? They're delicious. <laughs> we fought two fossil Pokemon, Professor. Wait, uh, well, how? Did, On top of Feather Rock. Did they belong to trainers or were they wild? No, they or? were wild. They were free. They were beautiful. They were majestic. Wish I could have caught one. But you know what? Sealy had fainted, so I was a little off my game. Fair, fair. But Lucas says, yeah, because, I mean, we've still got these. And he, like, sort of, like, opens up his backpack just enough to show, like, the fossil that he's holding. Wow, Luke, I'm really glad you have in on this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that you have one in your backpack, oh, too? Oh, Professor, look, look. And she opens her backpack. <laughs> well, it's almost like this happened, like, 20-something episodes ago. Darla, that's enough sprinkles. There's just, like, sprinkles flying through the air. <laughs> Jirachi's like loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Jirachi is feeling the sugar, feeling that breakfast vibe. Okay, show them the fossil. 
How do I not have this in my inventory? That's a great question. Oy, caramba. That makes me want to re-listen every single episode we've ever done now. But yes, each of you have those uh, those fossils still in your backpacks. But the professor's like, wait, so the you, you have the fossils, but they are also, they're the fossils of what you fought? Yes. Interesting. They're like eggs, but not eggs. Do you want it? No, 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 no. You, well, she I, starts moving this massive stone across the table. No, no, I, I well, I, I have fossils of both, but just the fact that oh, you... Oh, you have fossils of these already. Yes, I, I have a complete collection of, of fossils, but okay. they, I mean, they just... Pulls it back across the table. Well, I mean, it was a complete collection of fossils, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that said, I'm going to continue my research. I'm going to continue seeing if, what else I can find out about this shadow situation, if there's anything else that I can actively do to help you all with that. Just all, all kinds of things of that nature. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I'm really glad that, you know, now you can do that, but just a little with less uh, slugs. Yes, yes. You sure you don't want this? And she's loading it back into her backpack. The fossil? Yeah. No, no, you you can hold on. I mean, if you want me to hold on to it for safekeeping or something, but I, I have no active use for it. Well, you know, my equilibrium will be thrown off because I'm used to carrying a backpack that is this heavy. So if I let loose, I mean, how do I get these abs? <laughs> that was a little joke. She piles more whipped cream on her pancakes. Well, as, as you're piling more whipped cream, he says, I, I also, I meant to ask, how was the rest of the, the tomb as you were making your way through it? Was, oh, was there it was anything great. Of, a, anything of note in there? Or? Um, I got a sword. You saw him. Right. Um, yes, Thermano. that's definitely of note. Um, there was a lot of, like, weird stuff. Like, it looks like people have lived there. Like, it looks like a little community. Interesting. Wouldn't you say so, Luca? Yeah, I mean, it definitely didn't look like just a tomb, that central chamber or whatever was, you know, obviously like a lot was happening there. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it was tomb-like at all. Yeah. After that, though. There was definitely like a pad. Like, that's where I found the the knife of glory. Like, there was definitely like a main chamber where it's like, oh wow, this is a very nice bedroom living space. And like kits and books and maps. Did you take any of that out with you or take pictures of anything or did you did you leave it alone? I understand if you left it alone uh, um, after our experience. Well, some of it I took and some of it I left. All right. I don't I don't necessarily know that it would be advisable to go back, but I may huh, I may see if I can find out anything else about what was happening there if it wasn't just a tomb. From the knowledge that I was able to get previously was that it was uh, some sort of site where some some large battle happened long ago. I suppose that means that maybe the, the tomb title came later because of whatever happened in that battle, but it was the site of this battle and is now a ruin, obviously. When Mason and I were there, we didn't explore all of the rest of the chambers. We, we went in and we went down to <laughs> that main chamber just happened to be the first place we went. But uh, we uh, felt like we should get out sooner rather than later because of the very ominous presence there. I don't know. Now that I think about it, I, I guess I'm just sort of second-guessing everything that happened around that point and, and after and since then. But not now. Yes, not now. Hey, have another cup of coffee. It's just hard to know, I suppose, whether or not things from around that time and, and up until now... Thank goodness, uh, but whether or not it was it was really us or not. 
What? In some of those times. I mean, if... if like shadows of you? Yes. Ah, got yes. it. Yes. As far as we knew, we were doing things of our own volition, but maybe we weren't. But that said, maybe I'll go back and not take anything this time, but just try to find out more about what happened and what that place was. Maybe, maybe, maybe you just call a couple colleagues, have them over for uh, your house and talk about it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you don't need to go back in there. You're right. I should just leave well enough alone. You're correct. Yeah, yeah just don't do it. It's not going to be worth it. I just want to make sure that I can help you all in any way I can. And if there's any knowledge that's related to that that can help us with whatever's happening with this nasty situation, I just want to help. Well, we're making great progress. We got two nasties behind bars. Am I right, Luca? Metal five. (laughs) Okay, okay. We pay the bill. We tip very generously. You tip very generously. And we do apologize. (laughs) The server's just like, thanks. Thanks for the, yep. Appreciate you. Have a great day. And just gets to cleaning up every, all Coca of the mess. Coco gives him two kisses on the cheeks. <laughs> Rattle. A little sweet kiss. Yeah, a little sweet kiss. So you've had your lovely breakfast and uh, debrief of sorts. What else would you like to do uh, around town here? It's still like early in the morning. Darla stole a menu and is with it. And she's just flapping it in the wind. Yes. Darla! Pearl yanks back the menu and throws it back into the IHOP. <laughs> it wasn't ripping as quickly as she wanted it to because it's laminated. Laminated, yes! Evie! Ping! Hits the server. Oh! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> the server seemed fine with, like, most of what was going on. It was really just, like, Darla's whole deal yeah, that was Darla happening. Yeah, Darla was it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Darla was what was getting under the skin. The All kid right, in the guys. high chair who's just making the biggest mess. We're sugared up. We're ready for education. Geological Museum. Here we come. Let's break some stuff. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're going to the museum now. We got all sugared up, and now we go to museum. Oh, my gosh. Well, you go my to the- evil uh, plan. <laughs> you go to the, uh, the Geological Museum, which, in addition to having information about the Kinoko range and the sort of mountainous area that you all are in and uh, a little bit about like the discovery and then like refinement construction of Victory Road. There's also information about uh, like a very base amount about the Tomb of Sorrows, kind of like it seems like this might have been where Professor Nichols sort of got any information that he had, any of the stuff that he knew would have come from this and they have a sort of base amount of knowledge. It does seem like from from what you gather that nobody really had the full story on this place because people either went and didn't come back or they only went so far and then they got scared out of the place by ghosts or, you know, whatever the case may be. So the, the amount of information looks to be very incomplete. Go ahead and just make an investigation check for what else you're able to uh, find in this place. Um, Pearl is holding Jirachi and Seely's hand. And oh my gosh, Seely and Pearl are playing one, two, three, we with Jirachi as we walk through the museum. <laughs> Which is interesting because Seely is sort of still like having to flop along on her belly, but is doing her best to do, do the swinging of one, two, three, we. Yeah. 15 for investigation. 15. Nice. And somehow it does work. Yeah. Maybe we don't walk as much with one, two, three, we, but you know. <laughs> Jirachi's like, this is so educational. Yeah, it only works. Education only works when you have this much sugar, though. I've learned. Whee! See, we're getting more out of it. Don't touch it, Darla. Evie. I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) With a 15, you continue walking around the museum. You see that there, in addition to, uh, like, the geological stuff, there is, like, a bit of that history as well uh, with, you know, local history uh, as far as the Tomb of Sorrows. 
there is some information there about that there was, um, you know, ye old bad guy sort of team that was based in the area that, you know, uh, disappeared shortly after whatever big battle happened at the Tomb of Sorrows. The first banditos. <laughs> the ye old bad guys. Yeah. They did occupy this sort of area, but then after after whatever happened there, they were not really you know seen or heard from much more after that, if at all. On the flip side of that coin, uh, you find information about the Keepers, uh, and Professor Nichols says, "Oh yes, I actually uh, teach a lecture series at the university on the Keepers, which is which is a lot of fun." Oh yeah, I got a book about them. Oh yes, but, well maybe you could audit my class sometime. Okay. <laughs> you sure about that, Prof? Well, I regretted it as soon as I said All right, that's what I like to hear. Keep me posted. (laughs) But so you find that there is information about sort of the history of the Keepers uh, and the Tomb of Sorrows and things like that. Uh, And then additionally... Is Evie just staring at a picture of an Evie behind glass walls? You do see that there is a picture uh, of an Eevee. It's actually a colored recreation sort of of like this carving that is there. This seems to be, um, you know, maybe some sort of older record of whoever these keepers were. So there are, you know, uh, these various characters that are depicted. But uh, sort of in the middle of it, there are these uh, two younger looking uh, boys. One of them looks a little older than the other. And there are some, you know, various Pokemon around them. But Darla, uh, her eye is caught by uh, this one Eevee who just looks like even like you can kind of tell in the carving but then even more so in the sort of you know recreation sort of like this is what we you know kind of how like dinosaurs like we don't know what dinosaurs look like but this is maybe what it was uh like even in the recreation this eevee that is like uh near these two boys is like completely jacked and like really scarred and it just looks like it is it has just had like just a rough time it's got a mean look on its face and something about that just really resonates with darla the camera zooms in her eyes get wider and wider and then she sneezes and walks away (laughs) there's like that deep connection something's clicking something's clicking sneeze But those are the main things of note that you that you find in the museum. And again, there's also that information about sort of the discovery and then, um, you know, refinement of Victory Road as the Pokemon League came more so into being and how that became uh, sort of the final pathway for trainers who were uh, wanting to challenge this Pokemon League and things like that. Oh, look here, Luca. So see, here is the legend of owning a train. So educational. Time check. Uh, I say by the time you finish bopping around in here, it's probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Okay. Well, Jirachi, I'm not going to lie. I thought this museum was going to be bigger. What? That's like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's like two hours in the museum. That feels like a lifetime for Pearl. What are you talking about? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) But we're all starting to like kind of slow down. The sugar high. Yeah, the sugar. The sugar high from breakfast is kind of crashing a little bit. Uh, Anybody else could just go for a little nap. I mean, I kind of usually sleep for a a thousand years. I didn't quite get that much this past time, but still, uh, I think I'm good. That makes sense. Yeah, you're well rested. Okay, next stop, and she whips out the map. Is there anything you want to see, Jirachi? Oh, goodness. Um, huh. Well, you mentioned a Sunday earlier? Oh, you think you're ready? I mean, I hope so. Okay, great. We're going to the ice cream store. Nice. You go to Dairy Vespi Queen. Yay! (laughs) 
Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. We are very excited to be bringing y'all this first episode of 2021. We hope that y'all are staying safe and healthy out there. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. This week, grab some sets of mystery dice. You can do resin, you can do metal, but you're gonna love whatever you get. So why not start off the year by just going for it, you know? You're getting two for the price of one. Get in there. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Junior and you would like to give us a boost to help us out, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that's especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you posting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJunior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. And speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more fabulous art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Kate at Crandon Creation on Twitter for sending us a gorgeous piece of Tangerine the Ponyta out in the Podostroma Plains. Also, thank you to Podville for sending us Theo's Fettuccine art. We love that good noodle. If you haven't seen those things, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that fans have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight the Podville podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artist whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Acid Lounge. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the songs The Burned Tower, A Morning in New Barktown, Rise to Victory, and Stars Over Lake Verity. Thank you to the Oracalcan for the song Clairvoyant Eulogy. Thanks to Dark Sword for the Destiny Infinite. Thank you to Glitch X City for the song Diamond and Pearl, Eterna Forest Lo-Fi Remix, and Hoenn Victory Road Remix. Thank you to Fluid Volt for Smiling Sigh and PU Freak for Morning Sunlight. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing... Oh, oh, what's this? What's this? They provided the ambient sounds... That's all for me, so let's get back to the ice cream. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Junior. It's Podville. 
the family-friendly variety show. I'm your host, Corbin. And I'm your hostess, Julie. Every other Friday, we and our four kids bring you a show packed with... Silly games. Outrageous vintage ads. Wild stories. And catchy original songs. Find us at podville.com. That's P-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Or subscribe wherever fine pods are casted. Are you ready for me to stop talking? Always. Ice cream would you like to order for the gang they obviously have like all sorts of different ice creams and things as well as uh you know they, they both grill and chill uh so <laughs> uh if you need actual lunch there you can you can do that as well but you know if you want to get a tm14 a blizzard you can do that uh, <laughs> you can get a sundae or soft serve or whatever you want what does your crew get ice cream wise because it's very important. We get a couple blizzards, like George Foreman gets a blizzard. Darla gets a little like classic vanilla dipped uh, cone with, mm. with chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, coconut gets a sundae with lots of coconut on top. Yes. Um, Sealy also gets a blizzard. I get a blizzard, but I also get a whole ice cream cake. That's the trick. Yeah, the entire I buy ice cream an cake. An entire ice cream cake as well. <laughs> so everyone gets their own personal item. Jirachi gets a sundae and stuff, and I get a couple milkshakes too, just for flavor palette alone. Mm-hmm. You know, try it. Try this one. Try this one. You know, it's cherry. It's mint chocolate chip. It's you know turtle flavor. You know, it's all the different kind of small flavors that you can get in milkshake format. But we do buy an entire ice cream cake. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, guys, let's get some candles up in here. Mason, here's for all your lost birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, dear Mason. You're 102. We love you, Mason. Uh, I was was only gone for, like, you know what? 98 years. Yeah, it really weighs on you sometimes. Oh, geez. And he just blows out the candles. (laughs) He's like, not worth it to fight it. I just want ice cream cake. Does he eventually laugh at it? Yes, Please. he does. <laughs> okay, great. No, the, the, his, his and the professor's moods have both definitely lightened. The professor got contemplative again at breakfast as he was like, but wait, there's so much knowledge. What's going on? And sure. you know, he, he, his brain did that thing that it does uh, as he like just started like really thinking about things. But he, he's managed to pull himself back out of it uh, and allowing himself to just be in the moment and enjoying this strange and wonderful as this is. Uh, but yes, you, you 
you enjoy all of the various ice creams. Jirachi, like, just samples so many, so many different ones. Which one's your favorite, Jirachi? Oh, my goodness. It's so hard to decide. There's so many. I'm really glad you can process this much dairy. They're all so sweet. I know. Good thing I'm not <laughs> Moo Moo Milk intolerant. <laughs> I hope people are getting as many laughs as we are with this one. Look, we had a really heavy one, so, like, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes you need to just, like, not battle. You just need some breakfast. You need some ice cream. This is classic RPG Sarah and Jonah style. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they love it. Jirachi loves it. Okay. <laughs> Does Jirachi have a favorite? Oh, now that's a great question. I feel like I know what flavor Jirachi would jam on. What do you think? I think Jirachi really, really likes strawberry. Ooh, strawberry actually I think is really good. Because I'm like, I don't think it's just like a straight up chocolate or vanilla. And like mint chocolate doesn't really feel like it. Like birthday cake. No, I think strawberry actually feels like a really good fit. It's just enough, and it's kind of like that kind of natural fruitiness to it, yeah. too. I think Jirachi really is digging on the digging on the strawberry specifically. Good. That nice. Makes me happy. Cool. Um, and then I think we're going to, after we destroy this Vespi Queen. Yes, you do. There, and man, Darla looks like she's doing a Jackson Pollock painting with the ice cream. I've got to start training her more seriously, guys. <laughs> My gosh, this is your yeah. Get it out now. This this is one of your last wild hurrahs before we really get down to business, Darla. There's just a, a just a teen in the Dairy Vespa Queen sort of you know uniform, the little visor and everything looks very much uh, like your favorite uh, from Waiting for Guffman. Oh, <laughs> love. I'll okay. always have a place at the Dairy Vespa Queen. <laughs> After uh, we eat the birthday cake and we get some ice cream on the road to go, I would like to go up to the Victory Road. Cool. You go up to the entrance to Victory Road. It is this large gate that is sort of the main focal point of town. It definitely feels like a lot of the things that have been built since its construction uh, have sort of been uh, made to lead to this large, large gate here on the north eastern side of town. You see that it is uh, very big and ornate, and it does have, uh, again, this very uh, sort of western theme to it. Not just like cowboy, but also, you know, some of the like geometric western patterns and things like that. If you think of like the buffalo print and stuff like and things like that, except, you know, in it, it's got different Pokemon represented on it and up and down like these these large columns. On Almost the like totem poles? Almost like totem poles, but not like carved in like the full on images all the way down. But there are like carvings of them, you know, maybe depicting different scenes on the way down along with these sort of geometric shapes and things. At the top, the main carvings that are that are up there facing each other and with wings outspread up at the top, there is a more ornate carving of a Ho-Oh and Lugia that are facing each other wings outstretched and that's the top and then you know the other carvings make their way down the sides of the gate uh, and the gate is currently closed and you see that there is uh, a gatekeeper there Pearl takes the last sip of her milkshake cool she walks up to the gatekeeper hi well uh, hello how's it going I'm Pearl what's your name my name's Brad hi Brad nice to meet you are you here to uh, try to get into Victory Road yes well then can I see your badges I'm not yet 
Well, I am here to come into Victory Road, but course, not yeah. at this exact date and time. I'm here to reserve my date and time and sure. to tell you you will be seeing me here at this gate very soon. Oh, all right. Well, uh, how many badges do you have now? I have technically one, oh, right. but I okay. am technically a level 100 trainer. Sure. As well. Sure. So and it's he a little just... complicated on the systems. I've kind of gone in and out and, you know, system schmishums. But, again, I am just here to tell you, you will be seeing me soon ah. on the road to the victory. So don't forget me. My name is Pearl, and I'm ready. Well, it is it is nice to meet you, Pearl. Again, I'm Brad, and he gestures to his little name tag. Seely, nice to meet you as well. Oh, look at, oh, wow, you've got a dugong, and you've only got one badge, huh? I mean, yeah, level 100. I definitely have skipped through the pipes a couple times. I see. Well, uh, I look also forward look to- Also, look at my sword! Oh, <laughs> Make an insight check. <laughs> eleven. Eleven. I think with an eleven, uh, once once the sword comes out, I think it's uh, pretty apparent that Brad has gone from the sort of like, okay, yeah, sure, the the typical kind of kid who wants to try to maybe schmooze their way into Victory Road, even when they don't have the badges, to like, whoa, okay, wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I gotta, yeah. Like, reconfigure. Right I'm serious. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um. Shing. Put him back in Serrano. Well, all right. I um. So when I say you'll be seeing me... I do hope to see you again. She sets up real close and looks up, cranks up her neck. (laughs) You will be seeing me. Want a milkshake? Uh, what, do you you just have a milkshake on hand? Yeah, check it out. Uh, Well, certainly, thank you very much. And he he takes the little milkshake. He says, you've only got one badge so far. Where are you, uh, where do you have that badge from? Um, Bullet. All right, so, uh, Mortimer. Mortimer, nice. Do you Uh, know Mortimer? I know of all of the gym leaders. I don't know a bunch of them personally or anything like that, but I, I'm aware of all of them, obviously. Hear if, plenty about them. If you were a level 100 trainer and you only had technically one gym badge, where would you go next? Oh, well, uh, let's see here. Uh, well, if you got one gym badge so far, you could technically go to any of them because it, it you know, scales. Uh, let's see. There's a... Around here... You can make your way down to Porcini City, uh, but I'm not sure. I think that that gym might have. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen anyone with that badge recently, so I'm not sure if that one gym leader's around right now. Sometimes, like you know, uh, they can take a leave of absence or something if they need to, you know, tend to other things. So I haven't seen anything about Porcini Gym recently, so maybe not that one. But let's see other ones around here. You could go to Chanterelle City. Uh, that's another one. I mean, obviously, you're probably looking to head west from here since this is about as east as you can get, unless you go down to Button Village, but that's a, that's a whole other thing, and there's not a gym there. Besides that, let's see, you could go there. Uh, do you have a particular area that you're hoping to be around, or you just kind of going around wherever? I think I'm free range. I'm a free range, yeah. Well, let's see. If you've got one gym badge so far, and you got the one from Bolet City, uh, it, you said that you're not really partial to going around any area in particular, sort of just free range? Yeah, no, I'm free range chicken. All right, well, uh, let's see. From here, Porcini City would technically be the closest one from here, but I think that that gym leader might be on a leave of absence right now. Sometimes they, you know, pass in and out if they've got, you know, other business they need to tend to. I haven't seen anyone with a with a gym badge from there coming in recently, so I haven't really had much word of that. I mean, other than that, uh, there's another one far to the southeast. I don't know if anything's going on there. I haven't heard anything as of late. Other than that, there's really only Button Village further to the east, but there's not a gym there. So I'd say your best bet would probably be, if you want one nearby, you could go to Chanterelle City. Where did you start? Where, where are you from? 
Um, I'm from the sea. From the sea. Well, Portobello Port. Oh, well, if you if you came in via Portobello Port, there's a, a gym there as well. Lots of folks do that one pretty early as well. Normally, if you did Bolette, you know, a lot of people do that around the same time. But you could backtrack and do that, I suppose. Uh, there's a couple along the coast. Uh, there's the Criminy City Gym. Uh, I heard that there might be uh, some kind of tournament or something going on around there sometime soon. You might want to check that out. But yeah, so there's ones around, certainly. Sorry, that was a little long-winded. No worries. Yeah, sometimes I just feel like I'm kind of standing here waiting for somebody to show up and, you know, show me your badges. Yeah, is anybody in there right now? Right now? Let's see. Please don't be shamed. Please don't be shamed. Please don't be shamed. Please don't be shamed. She's whispering with her fingers crossed. But please don't be who? What? Is there anyone in there? Uh, let's see. There was a trainer named Sophie who came through a couple days ago. Had just recently gotten her last badge. So uh, you know, she seemed like she might, you know, be pretty tough. Pretty serious about it. Haven't heard anything else. Hasn't come back through here. So I don't know. Might have flown off somewhere else. Done something. It's still quite a while before the uh, tournament. So, uh, you know, she might have been just past the deadline for the last one or something like that. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, well, cool. I'm going to kind of antsy talking to you here because I kind of just want to bust through these gates and prove what I'm made of. So, certainly, certainly. Uh, I'm going to leave now so that I don't disrespect you in that way. Uh, I do appreciate it because I would, I would have to stop you if you're trying to get through there. And I don't want to do that. I'll tell and she starts like to wriggle it a little bit. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Got to walk away. Got to walk away. Sealy, <laughs> pull me away. <laughs> and he's just like looking at this Jirachi like, wait a second. But you walk away. Nice. <laughs> Luke is like, thank you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I think we really tore up this town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've uh, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. We're no half to coming back one day, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, There'll probably be more to do later on, but uh, we, it seems like we've kind of ticked a lot of the boxes. We could, uh, and we've still got plenty of day left. We could get back by close to sunset. Jirachi, I think if we do this right, you could have another meal with us. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Mentor! <laughs> Let's hop in. I don't want to push it. Nice. You want to make sure that you, you get yeah. back in time. Cool. So with that, you conclude your mini tour of Shimeji Town. I'm sure that you guys obviously at some point along the way stopped at the Pokemon Center and, you know, got healed up from all of those various shenanigans. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so we can skip past that. There is a regular Pokemart and obviously some other little shops if you needed anything. Uh, but if you don't, that is also good. If we're healed up, I feel fine. Yeah. Uh, really, the only stuff besides that was like there was the uh, the wildlife museum and the uh, train station. Uh, but again, Lucas said that this is not like the, the battle train thing like you were talking about. But there is one of those. It's just in a different city. But, you know, if at any point you need to get to here or go from here uh, in the direction that the train tracks go, there is a train station for future reference. But with that, you all hop back in the SS Speedmeister and into Professor Nichols' car. He's driving now. He feels much better. So with that, you all are able to hop on the road and head back from Shimeji Town to Parasol Village. You make your way uh, back there into town. Now, are we hoping to... What, what are we hoping to do in Parasol Village? Are we still trying to, like, keep it low-key because we're going back to the aisle? Are we stopping on the edge of town? Are we just going into town and just doing our thing? What are we, what are we doing? I think we stay in our cowgirl outfit. Yes. We put a blanket over Jirachi. Sure. That looks like a white ghost Charlie Brown Halloween costume. Sure. We poke little eye holes out. We go to the grocery store. We pick out what we want to eat. And then we go onto the misty aisle and have a little picnic. <laughs> Incognito star baby. So are you going out to the misty aisle while it is still light outside? Yeah. 
Okay. Er, no. Up to you. You can try to make a stealth check if you want to be, you know, stealthy about it. It is like close to sunset by the time you get there because you left it about midday. It takes you know, around since you guys were driving six or seven hours. So like by the time you're pulling into Parasol Village, it's around sunset. So it's not like deep dark yet. Okay, we take we take some time in the store. We buy stuff. We get our meal. We start prepping the food, and nice. then we wait until dark. Nice. Yeah, you can certainly wait until dark, and uh, I think that you can find a place. You know, whether it's on the edge of town or somewhere like along the beach, amongst all of the big mushrooms and things like that, where you can. Check out for a little bit uh, away from any crowds of people or away from any wandering eyes since you've been making it a point to be so careful around Pirasol Village. I just wanted to make sure. But with that, you wait until dark and then you head back out to the Misty Isle. Roll stealth checks. How many do I have to roll? You roll for you and Luca and I'll roll for Miguel and the professor and all of that. Because y'all can scoot over there up top or well, how do you want to approach? Do you want to try to fly over or do you want to um, swim? No, I don't want to fly. You want to try to swim? Yeah. Nice. 18 and 16 for us. Oh, <laughs> uh, It's okay. It averages out and it's fine. I but, just want to know who fails the most, though, because um, it sounds funny. Professor Nichols got a 16. Nice. Mason got a natural 20. Of course. And Miguel got a 2. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel, we gotta get you into some swim classes. He's like holding on to this like lantern who he, he doesn't really have full control of because it's not his Pokemon. Uh, it's uh, it's Professor Hemlocks, and he's like, okay, yeah, no, just uh, gonna, okay. Uh, it also Steely. it also glows, so there's that. Uh, but so he's trying to just deal with the lantern and getting in there, and he's just kind of splashing around a bit. Uh, but uh, Professor Nichols and Mason both are back in the gear, uh, and that they had like in the trunk of the car. They get it back out and get in the wetsuits and everything. Uh, and Mason, with the help of Freelish, is able to just silently glide through the water. Oh, me and Seely are like in sync too. Oh my gosh, uh. Seely uses surf. Aww. You surf on Seely. Dream. And uh, Luca is swimming over with Two Fists as well. You all are able to have some dry bags. You keep your food in. Uh, you know, you've got a really intense cooler, and it can also kind of sit on top of Celia a little bit, as she can say, just above the water, because she's big enough to do that now. Aww. And you make your way back to the island. As you approach the shore, Spudnik says, Oh, good. You have returned. How was it? Great. We had so much fun, we brought a picnic back to celebrate. Did you bring chocolate? Yes. Good. <laughs> we lay it down. You do. You lay down. We lay uh, down the a blanket. We have just a really sweet, like, quiet time on the beach, eating food, laughing with Jirachi. Mm-hmm. There's more ice cream, and I would like actually to bring little Elmer, Elmer and Jirachi, have a little moment. You know, see them interact. Yeah. Who all is? Who all is like? In your party right now, if you've had some time to, like, kind of swap around and everything, you stopped in a Pokemon Center, things like that. Because since you're level 10 now, you have that extra (gasps) slot in your party. Yeah! Did we cover that last episode? Did you hit level 10? I have to double check because I don't remember. But, hey, Pearl's level 10, so she's got that extra party slot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so I don't think we actually talked about this last time. I was thinking that we might have, but now now that I'm, like, racking my brain, no. I don't think we did. Uh, well, hey, guess what? Pearl's level 10 now. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I accept this award humbly. I'd like to thank the Academy. So that's very exciting and fun. So, yeah, you have a fifth Pokey slot now. Woo! So that is very exciting. But also, uh, at 10th level, you get your Trainer's Resolve feature, which means that uh, by the time you reach 10th level, you've had your fair share of experience in difficult battles and have emerged victorious and strong. 
That sounds right. Uh, you are now immune to fear, the fear condition, and you may choose a second saving throw to become proficient in. So previously, you were only proficient in charisma saves, so now you can pick a second save to become proficient with. So which one of those do you want to take? Let's do dex. Okay, cool. So you're going to become proficient in dexterity saving throws. See. Nice. My brain goes back to the sky battle from a little while back. She's and, learned. And how dexterity saving throws were, were a, a key element of that. So yeah, dex mm-hmm. saves make sense. Cool. Awesome. So you have hit level 10. Luca went up to 10 as well. But So both of you guys can have five Pokemon in your party at once now. You've got that fifth slot open. Hey, 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 hey. So we got yeah, a full party now. Uh huh, uh huh. Full party now. Yeah. So who would you like your party to be here on the island, and then moving forward to wherever you go next? Um, Jirachi, Sealy. Um, uh, Jirachi Elmer, doesn't count. Jirachi. <laughs> Jirachi doesn't count. But you know it does. <laughs> they gotta go soon. No, she's gonna cry a little bit. Ugh. Jirachi, Seely, uh, Elmer. Seely's <laughs> gonna wear her non-combatant. Uh, yeah, Seely's gonna wear the non-combatant scarf. Okay, so you got five more. Woo! I love my life. Darla had such bad behavior, I might have to put Darla back. <laughs> Pearl has a little talk when Darla heals up, like, hey, love you. We gotta start to get better manners. <gasps> Make an animal handling check. Okay, 15. 15? She's not, like, disloyal or anything, so, like, a 15's fine. 15, she just looks at you like, Evie. Like, interesting. Interesting. I hear you. I think not she's like, you, she, I've seen one of my seniors today. Yeah, she, she's she's not used to being genuinely being told, like, hey, cut that out. <laughs> hey, you got to behave. Straighten up and fly right, kid. <laughs> but she, she she acknowledges what you say. She's like, Evie. Okay, great. Celie's a non-combatant, and then it's Murray, Fettuccini, Elmer, Fanta, and Coco. Cool. Ah, love this new level. Nice. Having a little bit more wiggle room. Yeah. You love to see it. I think that for Luca's squad right now, he's still got Tufus in the non-combatant jacket vest thing, and then also Elle and Mikey and Tarzan and Omen and Zilla. Oh, Zilla. Yeah. I want to put makeup on Zilla, and I know Luca won't let me. <laughs> well, Zilla already has, like, the little kind of black That's streaks. That's why. I think, like, I want to give her, like, some really cool eyeshadow to go with it on top. <laughs> but he also has the Pokeball for the uh, Shadow Clefairy. Uh, he's like, I'm not going to deal with this yet, though, but I, I think I'm going to do something about that soon. But I'll wait until we finish up with all the rest of this. Cryptic. I just don't feel like, I just, it's nice to just like not battle for a day. Yeah. I, I can battle and, you know, officially catch it later. We'll, we'll, we'll just take it as it comes. Totally. But right now, it's just a nice day. You're right. It's the best. <laughs> okay, Elmer, let's take your first steps with Jirachi and let me capture it. Click, 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 click. So many pictures. <laughs> Jirachi is so overexposed in all of them. Luke is like, oh, maybe we could fix that in post. I think that I think that you probably get some with like both Zilla and Elmer of like the star babies. Would you like to do anything else as far as your little time on the island for your evening picnic before midnight comes? Shirachi, is there anything you want to do? Oh, I mean, it's not really that there's anything I, I want to do. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure. No, no. I'm happy that I got to help. That's really what I'm here for. This was just really nice. 
Obviously, I wasn't uh, expecting to wake up for maybe another, oh, I don't know, 900 years or so. So, uh... What a surprise. What a surprise. And it was a great surprise. I'm really happy to know you all. Pearl gives Jirachi a really big hug. I love you, Jirachi. I love you too, Pearl. Ooh, don't go, don't go. I get it, I get it, I get it. Don't go away. You serve a great purpose. Don't go. And that's all. I just wanted to make sure Jirachi didn't have any, you know. But we usually play games and we, we eat food and we build sandcastles and it's fun. Yeah, you swim around. You have all of your, your various foods as the food tour concludes. <laughs> this is a chicken nugget! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Awkward. <laughs> Did I say that? Air quote, air quote, chicken nugget. But yeah, you all keep on playing games and stuff, and you have a great night. The weight of the whole Spiritomb situation has really been lifted. And even Professor Nichols and Mason and Miguel, like, you know, whatever worry was there before, and whatever, you know, actual pain and other bad things were happening, specifically with uh, Professor Nichols and Mason, you know, that, that is all completely gone. And so it is like, I think that Pearl takes a second to really take this in. This, this night that she's able to have with her friends as she's just sitting on the beach with Luca for a moment. I think we did good. Oh, we did great. And sooner than you want it to, it is time for Jirachi to go back to the shrine. As they say, well, I suppose this is all for now. I'm really happy to know you, Pearl. And you, Luca, and all of you. I knew my feeling about you was right. <laughs> big old hug. Jirachi just looks at you in the eyes for for a moment as you're like given that last big hug and before they they go back to the shrine and Jirachi says, I believe we'll see each other again someday, Pearl. Really? I do. Great! I've got a good feeling about it. <laughs> Wait, that might mean you are in extreme peril again, but I'll take it! <laughs> as you say, but I'll take it! Jirachi floats back forth from you and the sort of uh, ribbons that are hanging off of their body come back into this sort of baby swaddle as they float back to the shrine. As they get back into their place, they are encased once more in the large opaque orb and the orb floats there in the middle of the shrine. You guys obviously spend the night here on the Misty Isle and the next morning you are ready to go, I suppose. Next but morning ne- yeah. comes. Yeah, next morning comes. The minute the crack of dawn comes on. Uh-huh. Comes on like a light switch. Flick. <laughs> Pearl rolls out of bed. Okay, you roll out of your little sleeping bag. Puts on the boots that she wore for her first gym battle. Laces them up. Gets some more paint on her and Seely. Let's go get those badges. Seely? Let's surf to Chanterelle City. As you have packed up everything and are now ready to go once more, Luca's ready as well as he's there with Tufus. You all part ways with Professor Nichols and with Mason and Miguel. Hop onto Seely and Luca hangs on to Tufus. And you all speed off in the early morning going across the lake to Chanterelle City. Woohoo! And that's where we'll end this episode. Nice.
The door to the Nichols home opens, and the professor steps inside, carrying something small in his arms. I'm back, Pierce! He shouts from the entrance hall. He sets down the small creature, a lillipup with a new collar who lets out a small and begins sniffing around the house. The phone rings, and Professor Nichols crosses over to pick it up. Pierce, are you in here? His new assistant pokes his head out of the kitchen, waving with a sandwich in hand. The professor chuckles for a moment before picking up the phone. Nichols residence, this is Daniel. May I ask who's calling? Professor, this is Detective Reynolds. Do you have a minute? Oh, certainly. Uh, How are things going in Criminy City? They're fine, Professor, but that's not exactly why I called. Oh, I see. Well, what can I do for you then, Detective? I need to talk to you about Tyler. for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicongo is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcard from Paul on Quest Company Jr.